one, one thing one thing you will learn about me is I pride myself on being in a, a faithful relationship. I'm not out here cheating or messing around. Like, I mess with my girl, right? And she like, um, baby, let's just add somebody else to the bedroom. I'm like, what you mean? She said, I got another girl. She get the girl, I bring the, she bring the girl there, she fine. They get naked and everything, but I'm like, yo, put your clothes back on. That's my girl right there. I will not cheat on my girl. I'm not doing that. I'm not that type of guy. particular creator we're going to get tapped into with the I am who segment this is season two of the I am who segment particularly what we do with this we're going to get right into it so it's three parts to it okay I'll give you a brief in a little bit because you know the first part is the um the I am who is going to be me questioning you just specifically about you the second part we'll get into the meat of what you actually do and then the third part is the reverse the host where you get to ask me one to three questions again um the first part in the whole part of the whole interview that's a challenge is that when we start off, you just are only able to give me um, a response that is catering to just you and who you are. You can't use what you do yet in the first part of the Okay, the okay. So, so the first part of the section, any question you ask me, just make it about me strictly? Yeah, it's strictly about, you know, redirect it always back to who you are because it's changing this, the, the question of who am I to, the, to a statement. So the questions I ask is going to be tailored to yeah, it's going to be tailored to yourself. So, um, (laughs) and and I'll I'll tailor the questions for you to know what I mean. So, starting off, um, the I am who, who are you? I want you to describe yourself Mm. with one like if you have like a target word that describes you in a room, and also give me a mantra, motto, or quote that you go by or live by, or that you just you know keep on you on a regular, or you say all the time. If I'm gonna use one word to describe me, it's um, what's the? I it might be more than one word, but um, I would say humble. Okay. Um, if I'm gonna throw one out there, it's humble. Okay. So that's my word. And is that something to describe you? Like I said, you're the one in the room who will be like kind of in the cut. Like you, you are you more of a quiet yeah. person? Yeah. Like, I'm what are some so other like, keywords to describe you? Um, I'm like uh. So I'm like an introvert and extrovert all together. Okay. So like I'm an introvert by nature, but I really like being around a lot of people. I like being a, a the party. The one what's the what's you're the a social are you a social kind of Yeah, lady? I'm a social person. I'm very okay. social. I'm very social, but I like to be observant first. Okay. So I like to observe first. So that's my humble side to observe. I'll just go into a room, just be loud unless I know everybody. I'm you're not impulsive. Like No, I'm not impulsive. Okay, you take I'm your time situation. Yeah. Environments, right? Okay. So when I'm ready, exactly. So when I'm ready to do me, it's gonna be on point. Cool, cool. So then we can go into, like I said, if you have one that you go by, like a, um, it could be a personal statement that you have, or oh. a quote that you just always like remember, or like yeah. just a oh, saying. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, I got one. My my main thing is what what one man could do, another man could do. Okay. So I, mean, I mainly go by that, so I get inspired by other people. Very, very, very quick. So I'm not the type that, not saying I'm not human, I don't experience envy and jealousy, but I'm the type of person I, I would utilize that. So I don't really get jealous or envy of other people. And if I do feel that feeling, I'll look at it like, well, if he's doing it, you can do it too. Right, okay. 
And um, okay, I like that. I see what you mean. And I see what you mean by the envy and jealousy because that's like a thing where it's a lot of people in the lane that you Yeah, people always be like, y'all don't get jealous, don't get envy. Like, yo, you human. Mm, it happens. Because it, it, it makes you challenge, it challenges you to look at yourself. Right. And, you know, whatever things you may feel are personal yeah. shortcomings or even, yeah. you know, successes. Yeah. You, yeah. you question your successes yeah, exactly. based on another person. So exactly. I feel that. So let's, let's get into the, uh, the next question about um, your, your influences, right? Okay. So when it comes to your influences, I want you to name like somebody prominent. It doesn't have to necessarily be a celebrity, but it can be because there are a lot of prominent figures though, um, throughout history and then just in the world and or some somebody that is a personal influence as well or has been a personal influence in your life poured into you in any kind of way you know um just one person um it can be you know how many however many people you really feel have been a very big influence a major influence on your life that is a constant you know and um like i said a prominent figure that or prominent figures that yeah. you know have encouraged who you are. Yeah. Because I'm gonna ask you probably the same question about what you do. Yeah. Because there are gonna be figures that you know poured into you based on you growing up and seeing them too yeah. for what you do. But who you are though, what kind of you know figures or people in your personal life really poured into your world and you know made you assisted you you know with yeah. figuring out your purpose and your comfortability with who you are. Uh, first person I don't know personally, but he a celebrity is Kevin Hart, and that's only because mm. his grind and his hustle, and what I see him come from, and then he was representing for all the short dudes. Mm. So he, was, <laughs> he was the first short dude I saw get laid. I'm like, oh, what you short people can do too? Yeah, we let short people. You know I want to be short people. I embrace it. Like, mm. I, don't, I love my short people. Yeah, I don't be like, because sometimes when I go up on stage, I run into other short men, and they be like, or oh, it's times I run into other short men. They be like, yo, how you get so confident? And I'm like, you ain't <laughs> then again, I know where you're coming from because when you, I was like, you a kid, did have experience, yeah, okay. you had little, but I was always like the person that, even though I said I was an introvert, I was a social person, so I was good okay. at cracking on people, okay. So I'd walk in the room and I'd be like, have stuff in my head already just in case somebody tried to crack slick. So you already knew how to create Okay, <laughs> yeah, well, I walked in there, that's why I, this one dude told me, he said, Yo, you're a short dude, but when you want to, when you make your presence known, I didn't notice that. I was like, what you mean? Like, like, what drink? He's like, no, nah, because most short dudes, when they come in the room, they kind of like reserved. Reserved a little bit. And I'm also like, I'm reserved, but I'm still give you that feeling like, okay, go ahead, crack slick. As soon as you say something, <laughs> you crack on you, quicker than you would do it to me. So, Kevin Hart was one. Um, also, like, uh, uh, just just to name some comedians in uh, Baltimore, um, Cleon. I don't really uh, see Cleon as much as I used to because he on tour and whatnot, but. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Cleon. You know what I'm saying? He was just one of the comedians that really kind of, at one point I was under his wing and he was like showing me the road, took me on tour with him. So he kind of inspired me on the hustle. Okay. Like always having my P's and Q's, like, yo, do this, do that. You know, so I give him his props as well. And then um, also my uh, my, my homegirl, Chi Chi. Okay. She a comedian, my homegirl, Chi Chi. You know, she came out the blue. Just throwing the show back to back to back to back. Yeah, back oh, her ground was like, you know like I'm saying? So I was like, oh, snap. You know, and I was like, yeah, all right. And me and her connected, and that's actually one of my best friends in comedy. So me and her connected, I'm like, yeah, you know, Chi-Chi could do it. I know I could even do it. Even though I was already throwing my shows, I saw how she was doing it consistently back to back. And she had that faith without having a whole bunch of people backing her up at the time. She was really doing it by herself. So that, okay. she was one of the people that also inspired me. And uh, my mother, because my mother, like, like even though she was um 
she was in a rough neighborhood growing up, but you know the parents that they get out of that rough neighborhood mm -hmm. and they want to keep their kids and nothing good in mind. Mm -hmm. It's like that's how she was doing me. And I never, my mother is like a tough cookie, man. It took me a minute to get a hug from my mother. She never, she like, she like a father mother. Like she, she don't show her soft side. That's also a queen. Yo, she do not show her soft side. I be like, yeah. I try to get emotional with like, mom, cause she's like, y'all don't touch me. Listen. I'm like, yo, mom, like, can you get emotional with me? Right. Like, she would not. Get, yo, my mother do not get. I don't. I mean, not saying she a woman. Yeah, she probably go through her stuff or whatever. Then she Maybe like, she does it privately. Yeah, I, no, I think that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Now that I think, as I got older, I think about it because when she talked to my grandmother, she probably mm -hmm. on that like, you know, of course, whatever that that vibe. But like with with us, with her kids, like no, nah, she be like, like thick skin, but it be like a cool thick skin. Like it ain't no like she try like it ain't she putting on the fronts. Like no, nah, that's you know that's your mother. Yeah, <laughs> nah, she really on some like that's her personality. Stuff. Yeah, that's cool that you um you honored that about her though, yeah, and that she was able to influence you yeah. so much just by yeah. being herself. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so shout out to the queen. I always send love to the mothers out there, uh -huh. you know, the major creators. Yeah, uh -huh. And, you know, fathers too. Yeah, yeah, fathers too. Um, yeah. yeah, so ultimately, I appreciate you sharing yeah. your influences. Now that you mentioned it the way you did, like, I like to ask about a challenge that, like, you've you've had in which you were able to overcome it. It can be a testimony. It doesn't have yeah. to be as deep, to, not anything too deep, just to the extent of what you would like to share and something that you would um, be able to tell. And then at the end of expressing the um, the story, explain like or give a word to like a peer, children, you know, just people to hear and encouraging them, you know, how to get over, you know, something that may have been okay, an obstacle, okay, you know. Okay. Okay. Um, so one of my things was like uh, believing in myself. Okay. So I was already doing the path with comedy, you know, grinding, doing my thing, but it's like a, like a glimpse. It's like. Um, like 50 50 when you first hop in it you really not sure mm -hmm. you start doing it because you see other people doing it you really doing it because you like it like i'm doing comedy because i like it but then you could say probably like 20 percent of it was like being a follower in a sense because you're mm -hmm. seeing other people doing it. okay it's cool i get it i learned this i can do this you're like okay I, I get this i like it but then like 50 percent, you don't really believe in yourself that mm -hmm. much until you see other people that's in your vibe and like where you came from or just doing that you've been around taking up the different heights so it took me a minute to really believe in myself okay. even you know sometimes people will see a potential before you see it mm -hmm. a lot of times in most cases that i realized from my perspective um so i didn't really believe myself so much and then uh so my thing to add to that is um people see it first so you got to surround yourself with people mm -hmm. that believe in you like genuinely not the ones that just try and gas you up like i believe in you yo. i really believe in you yo but you got 20 dollars though you like <laughs> Nah, you just saying that because you want that twenty dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying? You trying to? I like that. That was slick. But then you got the ones that genuinely believe in you. Like, huh? They go twenty dollars. I ain't coming to your show for that twenty dollars. Right. Put you towards. Put you towards where you trying you know, to go. I ain't gonna be there, but I see what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I see what you're doing. I like what you're doing. So, and then um, I got this joke when I be talking about like how I don't speak Spanish, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, once I said something in Spanish in a funny way. That's when I started believing I was Spanish, so that's the same thing with comedy. Once I was around people that were believing in me so much, I was like, yo, I gotta believe in myself. Mm. And once I believe myself like how I am now, that's why I'm taking off and I'm doing this and I'm able to do this and do that. It's all about believing. Nobody gonna believe in you like how you believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, it's gonna be hard because the people that they could be somebody that genuinely believe in you, but at one point you gotta remember they got a life too. So they might be going through stuff with it though. They can't even focus on you right now. They not gonna call you as much to tell you I believe in you and give you that inspiration. They got 
probably had a baby or he going through something. Death in the fam uh, family, God forbid. Right. Death in the family, yeah. whatever the case may be. So now you got to take a moment yourself and then really sit down and analyze and look at your life and be like, yo, I really believe myself. So that's, that's one so of the, true. That's one major thing I do now. Like, I really believe in myself now. Like, I really, like, I know my purpose. Like, mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing. So that's your word when you're going through the challenge of, like, yeah. struggling with being comfortable with your right. purpose. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just find just find yeah. that so, belief within yourself. Find that belief. Even if you need some time to yourself and surround yourself with the right people. If you're around some people and you say, talk about your beliefs or your goals, or you, you're not even really supposed to tell anybody your goals you're around some people and you talk about what you do and what you got going on and they even if it's coming in the joking form man you ain't gonna really do that huh? no so you separate yourself sometimes it could be family sometimes it could be friends so sometimes the family you might look at it like no that's my family he would never really think no that's your family but he really thinking like that so just embrace it for what it is y'all it, it, Nine out of ten times, I promise you, it'll be the ones closest to you. Yeah. It'll be the ones closest to you. You always hear people say that, like, yo, because they'd be so shocked that you're yeah, doing what doing. you're doing. Yeah. So I'd be like, yeah. right, let me see where you go with it, yeah. and then I believe in yeah. you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's sad, but you know, it'll be the main exactly. ones you love. It. And just to add on to that, to that question, um, like when I first started doing the comedy, a lot of people around me didn't really believe in it, right? And they was like, man, you know what you're doing? Oh, you wasting your time. Come on, you got work the nine to five. What you doing? But I'm so consistent in doing it, and now they seeing where I'm going, and they're like, you know, you always was that guy. You know, That's another target word for you, consistency. Consistency, mm -hmm. y'all. Consistency. Thank you. Appreciate it. And yeah. persistent to add okay. on to that as well. Consistent yeah. and persistent. Because that's a part of who you are, so that it helped you get where you, yes, you know, exactly. are and what you're doing. Yeah. So, your yeah. motivations then, like, because that's what I was just going to ask next, okay. is like, your, when it comes to, like, how you motivate yourself, like I mentioned in the beginning of the segment, like, I influence like the self journeys and being yeah. confident and comfortable with, yeah. you know, knowing that the journeys that you go through in life are yours, yeah. good and bad. So yeah. when it comes to like how you pour into yourself, I encourage and influence self care and self love, not just for women but for men as well. What are your personal like? Do you have like a regimen or do you have like a um, a thing that you do to like regather your energy, like a personal grounding oh, yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like how do you give self care to yourself and give yourself love? Just just for you though, like a um, thing that's just for you, not drink a lot of water. Um, okay. Eat healthy. Um, that's a bad, a big one though, because some people don't say you know we say meditation and stuff. Yeah, but, you know. yeah. What's your what's your intake? Um, mm -hmm. uh, exercise. Um, go to the gym. What's your favorite type of exercise to do? My exercise. Um, my favorite type of exercise is um, mainly mainly chest and. Okay. Yeah, mainly chest and arms, and um, my but one of my main therapeutic is running. Mm. Yeah, that's my main because it's like an that's like an escape for me. I throw my headphones on. I might just pull up somewhere. I do it. I've done it plenty of times. I just be riding somewhere. I'm going through some going through something. I just pull to the side, throw my headphones on, throw my sweatpants on, mm. start stretching. You like the running in the cold more or the man? No, nah, I don't like running in the cold that much. Okay. Uh, I rather, <laughs> rather run in the outside with my shirt on. Okay. Like that. But nice, decent weather. Yeah, and then also Excellent. too, like for my fellas out there, like and we say for women too. Sometimes you gotta like you gotta put like sex to the side. Sometimes I ain't gonna lie, like cause sometimes. Oh, so you did yeah. like the no fat? Is that what it's called? Like, no fat. I mean, that's if you uh, fat and like masturbate. Yeah. I don't masturbate no more. Okay. Yeah, then so I don't you don't do no type of mind. sexual. You don't have an orgasm. You take. I mean, recently what I did. What is it called? Essence. Like, are you abstaining? No, not right now. I ain't gonna lie. I, you know, I relapsed. I did. Okay. <laughs> you know, I relapsed. Yeah, no, no, no. But I'm talking about it was at one point I didn't do nothing. 
Okay. Like, it was at one point I was. Took that part of the journey. I, it was at one point I was out here messing with like different women, like oh go 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 mess with this, but I wouldn't ever get emotionally attached to them. Okay. And I felt like I, that was kind of toxic. Like I would mess with a chick and like I wouldn't get emotionally attached to them and they would probably get like a little emotionally attached to me and then I ain't want to be hurting no well playing with no women's So you had emotional unavailability but you were Yeah and okay. I didn't realize that I was doing that until other women was confronting me on it like oh you giving and then I'm genuinely like a romantic person so like giving mixy energy I didn't know that though. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that like so I might mess with a girl and at the end give her a massage or something like that and cuddle and all that and I'm thinking that's just regular I'm like I'm just being myself and then she didn't get to know cause you gave me a massage and you know, like the dinner. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, yeah, I was just, you know, I'm a good person. I was just showing you love. But you give him relationship vibes. I was like, oh, <laughs> And then my homegirl was telling me that, like, yo, you can't do that. You, I keep telling you, you're a relationship dude. You give relationship vibes. And I was like, oh, she already know that. Like, but so not to say, like, um, not saying that's so a bad it, thing. So, just... so it was one time that I was just chilling out. Mm -hmm. But, like, um, I would, like, turn down. And you know how um, we adults now, so you know what's up. It, at one point, we had been we went through our stage where we was messing around, sleeping with this person, sleeping with this person, sleeping with this person. Mm -hmm. So um, it just got to a point where I was like, all right, you know you could get it. You know you could get it. Like you know it's easy. Like okay, it's, you know it, you know he's a little kid. You get your first nut mm -hmm. or something like that. It's like oh damn, that's a joy. Oh my gosh, that's cool. Right. But then you get to a point you get enough of it. You're like, oh, well, you know what that's it. Yeah, like oh, man, that's it. Like we know what's up. You know what's going on with this. So it's like. Now I know how to um, be disciplined to the body, okay. to the flesh, to the flesh. You okay. know what I'm saying? So I could work on my spirit. That's cool. You know? So you really, you really tuned in with, you know, yeah, with yourself yeah, as an individual yeah, and as a man. Yeah, yeah. Especially because, I mean, I was going to say with that part with what you got going on as far as your taste in dating, like how you are. Yeah. Um, communication would be, you know, more yeah. effective communication could yeah, help. Yeah, like yeah, just right. letting them know, like. Yeah. This is the type of person I am, mm -hmm. you know. If I'm getting to, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. romantic for you, yeah. that is my nature. So let me know so yeah. that I can fall yeah. back. It's, it's ways to go about yeah. handling that yeah. until you meet the woman who will love you to I be know. that way. Because yeah, you don't want to lose that part of yourself. Yeah, I don't. Don't that That's another reason why I say I hey, stop, like, because just give me don't, soul, don't judge me for this. Don't judge me for this. But <laughs> I was at one point. I was the like the. One time, guy, like, I mess with a girl, get, don't get no feelings attached, keep it moving. Okay. Mess with a girl. You did a lot of affair type things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was like, dang, I'm falling into a habit. And I had was uh, dating one girl recently, and she was, I was cool, and I was feeling her and all that. She was cool, but I wasn't emotionally available for her. And okay. it kind of hurt her a little bit. And I hurt a woman before that hurt me back, and I don't like that feeling of playing with people's feelings like that. So mm, I was like, okay. all right, so I felt bad from her. At least you learned. Yeah, you, you feel that, and that's all it's about. It's about learning. learning it, so I'm still yeah. learning. So now I'm at the point where it's though, like, um, when I be messing with a woman now, now it's like I gotta really fill her out. See, and then for, for for real, for real, the sex be better when you communicate first. Like, like it be a way better than just a quick little boom boom. No, when y'all really get to talk and really know each other, and you're like, and then y'all do it. You're like, okay, this is this is spiritually and. You know, feel good physically as well. Right. So it's like we really connecting on this. This, this, this is different right you now. You find a mental yeah. union before a physical union, then the physical union can. Yeah, last. but it's hard though. I ain't gonna lie, it's hard. To take your time yeah, and get yeah, a mental yeah, union. It's easy. I ain't yeah. about to sit up here on camera and act like I don't still be like getting no moments. Like no, no, I ain't. You be still wanting to just have yeah, your not yeah, an emotional yeah, situation going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we you human. Know, you on a Friday night? You was we drinking. Human. You know what I mean? She touching you. Oh, she was going on. Like it's. <laughs>
non-judgment environment. Plus, you single man, you're not yeah, out exactly. here promoting, you know, yeah. infidelity. So yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't at all. Like, if that's what you get get into, I'm not judging. I mean, that's your, yeah, that's your business. But at the same time, like, shh, be careful with that because I'm telling you, karma is no joke. I hurt somebody, and they hurt me back. So that mm -hmm. karma is no joke. Like, shh, yeah. facts, like. Telling us your position as a creator, um, the type of creator you are. So if your primary position is artist, comedian, dancer, what, what is your primary creative position? And then what other elements of you we don't know about that we can learn today as you, you know, share with us other things you may be into in the arts. Okay. So tell me that, like I said, your primary position, but also tell me, um, your tell us your name or your stage name. It doesn't have to be your real name if you don't want, okay. but your stage name for sure and how you came up with that as far as your creative. So my um my stage name is John Doe. I came up with the name because I used to work at Sam's Club with my homeboy and we used to come into the job and we used to always like joke. So he was big on rocking off and dancing, right? Mm -hmm. So he would rock off and dance and I would hype him up. And I'm like, yo, that's my my, my guy, my man, Brandon, you know, rocking off the moon. And then when I used to come in, I was like the um like the Fly dude by like Pretty Boy but Goofy. Mm -hmm. So he was throwing a Rick Ross song. Yeah, they go, that's John Doe. <laughs> okay. He's like, hype me up with it. He'll throw the song when I'm coming into work. And like, every time I walk in, he play the song. Yeah, they go, that's John Doe. And I used to be on Goofy, like, yeah, that's me. And then I was like, cool. So I, I did a show when I used my real name. And then my real name, people didn't really gravitate to it as much. And I saw everybody else had a stage name. So I was like, nah. I was like, what am I gonna make my name? I said, I'm gonna make my name John Doe. Okay. John Doe, like, I like it. Some people even call me Doe for short. Like, yo, Doe. You know, which mm, is okay. cool. And then, um, so I, I got my stage name, John Doe. And then I also look at it like, okay, my name John, and I'm getting that Doe. Slowly but surely, okay. getting that Doe. So dough. you get your own yeah. title to the, right. to the name. So, so it's so a little from that. And then, okay. right, yeah, and then I added more to it. Okay. But the more and more I get into like certain industries and certain comedy shows, I gotta use my real name. They're not going for John Doe. And your John, primary creative position is? Um, I'm a comedian, stand-up comedian, actor. You know, I just shot a movie too with um with Lil Boosie. Mm. It's on BooseyMovie.com. I dropped the channel. Congratulations. Shout out to Boosie. Yeah, shout out to Boosie. Oh, I hear real on him one yeah. day too. Yeah. Definitely. You mean me cool. He like women, really? so he really gonna treat you real good. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I picked that about my like, okay, man, that boosty a ladies man. Really cool. <laughs> That's cool. Really cool. He need to be a dangle comedian. Yo, too. he funny. <laughs> I know. He a funny gangster, cause when you meet him, he really like that uncle that was in the streets for real, for real. Mm -hmm. But then Got when he be, stories for you and everything. Yeah, but he goofy, like goofy. He go, and he love Baltimore. He love that's what he, he love Baltimore. Like so, if he tell me from there, he probably gonna like you all for just being biased. Like that. <laughs> Trust me. That's cool. Yeah. So all right, so we know you're a comedian. We got into the nitty gritty of you yeah. know the basics of you you know who you are, what you represent, what you do. So now tell us a little bit more about like other elements of you, if there are other elements yeah. of you and your art or your craft. Um, but just as a comedian, like, is there anything else that you do or any other um, events that you are into that are reoccurring, you know, what to expect of you? Like, it, you know, tell us a little bit more about what you can about this, okay. what you got with yeah, this. And I know much. some stuff you can't tell us. So yeah. I'm going to need you, once you give us some things, 
to give us how to reach you. Um, you know, some people that may want to book you, people that are just becoming aware of you in the area. You know, let us okay. know about so you. So I'm gonna tell you how to reach me first. So I don't forget. You can reach okay. me on Instagram at j o h n d o e nine zero, and then you can email me at comedianjohng at gmail .com if you want to reach out to me for booking or information. And um and then you know if you need my number once you DM me or email me and I see you official and ain't nobody playing games because mm -hmm. you know it's a lot of scam. Of course, of course. Then you so know, you prefer them reach you, reach out to you on the Instagram? Instagram yeah. Okay. And then you know we can reach out as far then it will continue from there. Um, as far as other stuff I go on got on like how I told you earlier before we started the interview I got an event out in uh, Philly. Um, I host a lot of the silent parties in Baltimore, Virginia, uh, in the DMV area. Okay. Uh, that's all I've been to so far. The silent party really built on other places, so I, I really host it for my homeboy. Mm, that's you know cool. And um, that's that's actually dope. So that's actually. I like dope. silent parties. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you know about the one in Baltimore okay. before we uh, leave. And um, and I actually got some more stuff cooking up, but I don't want to say it. Okay, but the way we're gonna find out is by following by you. Following me you're gonna be Instagram, posting like yeah. okay. You yeah. more of like a story poster, but we gotta check your story regularly. Yeah, check my story and before. check my page too. And okay. then like I'm also like a groundwork, so most of the time like when I be out, like how I really like like I said, I might have do the introvert thing in the beginning and said I come in the room and observe, but I'm very I'm a very, very, very social person. Like okay. I love being around people, I like learning people, I like Learn okay what they do in the hood okay what they do over there what they do in the suburbs too okay you know you know most um some people mo mostly fascinated with the hood but I'm mostly fascinated with the hood and the suburbs mm -hmm. and the Chinese people. You trying to see everything yeah, going on in the I'm a culture person. I'm a culture person. So. Sound like you're a community driven type of yeah. individual. Even based on what you said in your high school part, where you yeah. said you know. You know, your statement was knowing that man can do the but same thing. Man, yeah, mm -hmm. because if you study other cultures, it also give you more confidence over that. Like, mm -hmm. if you didn't know that, yeah, we do this, but this culture, they do this, and you can learn from this culture. Mm -hmm. and this culture can learn from this Some culture. stuff is different. You, yeah. you learn but, from the differences, but you also learn from the things that's yeah. like, oh, we did that too. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll be surprised how <laughs> different cultures got different values and different people find different stuff is disrespect and different stuff is cool and it's not cool. This might be accepted over here, but if you do that over there, you're going to get violated. Some stuff put you in jail, yeah, certainly. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, it's all about learning. And mind you, this ain't no perfect world. So, I do go through ups and downs. I do got people that do like me. No matter how humble I might try to be, I do got people that do that do challenge like me. You. And then people that don't like me or people that try to challenge me. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, when they see how I am, they're like, oh, you really cool. Like, I feel like, I'm thinking, like, you know, I'm nice and curly hair person. And say, hey, oh, you cocky. Mm -hmm. And then when they talk to me, they be like, you really cool. And I'm like, yeah, see, that's what you thought. That's your problem. <laughs> but I thought the same thing too sometimes. Like, you see people, I see first stuff, and then you might think it just. You have an assumption, yeah, yeah. based on the image. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's natural yeah. for us too as people. Yeah. And then, even when it comes to status, I was just yeah. putting a video out the other day just on my page yeah. um, about respect yeah. and, um, you know, being solid and, and, and yeah. being loyal. Yeah. And just in general, how you identify if a person, um, is solid or is capable of being loyal is by how they treat that. you when yeah. it comes to the respect. Yeah. Because respect is something you don't have to be close yeah, to a person to, you know. I'm sorry, you just hit it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you said it. No, for real, because that's, that's the main yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know somebody can be a solid based on if, if they can just naturally be respectful. Respectful, mm -hmm. Or if they're respectable. There's so many yeah. things yeah. driven around yeah. it, right?
Yeah, so I appreciate you sharing uh, your information. So tell us a little bit more though about what events, um, like I said, are coming up with you that you can share. Yeah. And tell us about who, you, who you've been. Tell us about what things in the past have gotten you where you are. And I want to know about your first performance, your first show. And just give us that story, um, especially for people who may want to be a comedian yeah. one day. Okay. Some of what you said just now, I probably... I might try to answer it like how you asked it, but some of You were asking how you went, yeah. Because I definitely want to know that first performance. So, so my first performance was at was actually at Cleon's show. And my man Huey Lee, uh, comedian, Asian comedian, cool as I don't know what. Mm. He took me down. He said, I'm gonna go to the show. I'm like, right, where the show at? It's open mic. Boom. He went down there and he rocked out. <laughs> I saw other comedians rocked out. And I was like, damn, that's what some people think is funny. All right, cool, I'm gonna come down here. I went down there and killed it. Mm-hmm. Killed it. So I went down there and killed it. So it, it all started with open mic. Go try. Even if you bomb, go go try. If you hit it your first time, yeah, you got something going on. So at least try. Just go up on that stage and try. So many people out of saw went on that stage and tried. Some people didn't do it after. But some people did and they could tell you and they all where they are just like me. I can tell you what I am. I am where I am. You're going to have your up and downs. You're going to have your nights when you bomb. You're going to have your nights when you do good. It's still like that with comedy. You got people that's big in the comedy that's celebrities and they still bomb to this. Mike did a one bad show and they bombed and you know it's it's gonna happen like it's gonna happen you can't it's and actually you actually oh, learn it through that you actually mm-hmm. learn it through that um I was big on like um groundwork like I said I like to be, uh, be around people and I'm not a, like a um I'm a I'm more so like a give people the benefit of the doubt so mm-hmm. I ain't gonna look at you crazy until you do me wrong or, to, or, or I see how you moving with other people sometimes so I give people the benefit of the doubt so I was always like. Not say being friends with everybody, but I was always associated with everybody. So even if you come to me, and you, that's okay. You it was took, kind of like a social butterfly. So yeah, something like that. You know, so I want to say butterfly. <laughs> I call myself that. Yeah, you like look, chill out with me. Yeah, you like, know, like, butterfly. You a social. Uh, you a social bat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like um, talking to different people and um, I never like really like, I really just give everybody a chance. Like, you know, don't, don't pick a side right away. Don't just dislike somebody or look at them a certain way just because somebody coming back to you and they talking about this person. Cause you can meet somebody today, tomorrow. And before you interview me, you could have been like, man, um, they telling me about John, don't talk about me. Mm-hmm. We probably get to, we probably got to a situation, whatever the case may be. And you never know who was wrong in the situation, but either way, I may have reacted in the dark side of me and it showed a bad character that I had to show because I was defending myself. Right. But really, he, he tell you all about me because you spoke to him first. And then you come to me in an interview, I'm like, yo, I don't see nothing in John Doe. And then you start questioning him, well, like, well, what did you do to make John Doe like right. that? Like, I was talking to John Doe, like, this was cool. Yeah, for that a lot that'll help you get along with a uh, with a lot of people and you most of the time when you got a good character you'll get along with way more people than you don't with more people so like say if it's 10 people in the room it's usually probably like one that i won't be cool with or one that don't like me that's how cool i am but then you got some people they in the room with though just a character it's like seven of us in that room that don't like them and three that do like them mm-hmm. so i'm usually that guy that i'm i'm human the world is not perfect everybody's like over a billion people in this world everybody's not gonna like me so once I realized that, I'm like, cool. So, and then don't be phony. 
Don't be fun with people not stupid. People can tell when you being funny. You think you tricking Intuition somebody. Intuition and discernment. We all yeah, need to check you, and tap into. Yeah, if you thinking like you tricking somebody. I ran into that a lot of times. There's a lot of people that's that's uh very intelligent. They don't think because of their environment or how they grew up that they not intelligent less than. I was talking to my man the other day and he used to be in the streets a long time ago. He was telling me that too. A stereotype that people think like most people that grow up in impoverished areas or in the hood, they be thinking that all the people ain't smart. A lot of them people are very intelligent. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They might not have the resources at the time or the, the overlook. You know, yeah, overlook. And not, yeah, not able to, you know, what do you call it? Act in that yeah, nature of their exactly. greatness because they are limited to what they have in resources. Or they try to put a certain limit on you and really don't let that limit get you. Really like, put you in that box. Don't box. let that limit yeah, put you in that box. Don't let yeah. that, and it's all in your mind. It's all in your head. Like, yeah, you can do the physical, yes. but it's just like people that's locked up. Like, they might be locked up, but you ever hit people that's locked up? But then you still, when you talk to them, they're in good spirit. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about, you know, still being in good spirit, still having your mind on the street. So my entertainment is That's Crazy Entertainment, and I do a lot of shows. I do, uh, most of them right now are popular Saturdays, but I have those popular Wednesday before, and I did popular Thursday. So I, I just, you know, mix with the popular word. What I do is I try to get a lot of popular people. That's why. Okay. Come and, and, and popular is not really separating nobody saying that. You're not popular, you a clown. No, I'm not saying that. I'm basically saying you popular in whatever you doing. Like mm -hmm. so in my in my eyes, okay. you like how you say you up and coming doing your thing, like you popular to me. Like okay. you popular. Because you popular in your own way. You popular in your own way. Lane, yeah, I got my you know lane. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's why I tell people, even if you go to work and you still working a nine to five and you back there on the grill, you the popular guy on the grill. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People might look at you as a clown, but if you tell yourself you the popular guy and walk around like that, you the popular person. So I just try to push that confidence on people. That's basically that's a good doing. motivational thing yeah. to push on to others. Yeah. So when it comes to the industry, speaking of that too, when it comes to the industry of comedy, um, tell me like a thing that you think could be done to improve the industry of comedy in a grand scale. But also in the DMV areas, uh -huh. and um, you know, because this is where we are right now, yeah. I'm all about speaking about cohesiveness in the DMV and um, ways to be able to have the industries of the arts be a conglomerate of camaraderie, and where we are able to have friendly competition, friendly, you know, showcases and gatherings. So, what kind of improvements do you think could come to the industry and what you do? Just more so, which would be hard to do you know i'm not trying to doubt it but just working together more and stop trying to like do like little backstabbing stuff or like mm -hmm. everybody don't gotta be on, on top we all could be on top like you know but you know when we talk about that people paint it as lying or it's impossible like, and then you know when money get involved all that thing yeah money yeah. flip a money lot of stuff everything so i think more so like people work together more like mm -hmm. work together more and sometimes people are scared to work with other people because they scared that if i show you this vulnerable side and i show you this vulnerability and do bring you in and then you do something that's snakeish now it's like yo now nah, i don't know man i don't know who to trust because trust. i trusted you and you did this now now you got me looking at my people's crazy yeah you know what i'm saying you got me looking Back at that and then, and, and then if they see, you know, a lot of times people, like, almost like tuition, people pick up on character traits. Mm -hmm. So a character trait trait might be, like, say, um, you was in a relationship. And because women, y'all big on intuition. It's hard to fool y'all when it comes to certain stuff. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so say, like, you was in a relationship and you was messing with a dude and he was cheating on you, right? Mm -hmm. But you noticed certain traits. You might not have noticed when you was coming up because you was younger. So you was, you didn't know. Yeah. You were vulnerable. But now you older. So you know certain traits like um this a I'm a you know a trait that everybody know mm, you coming in the house at three 
coming around three and then you went straight in the shower. Like Oh yeah. You know, like, you know, you're not eating like, like oh, he, he, about, he dirty, he just go and take a shower real quick. Right. And you like, um, no, so when you start seeing those certain character traits in another man that you're dealing yeah, with, the it's, pattern. Easy, mm-hmm. it's easy to red flag. So that goes back to like with comedy. So say like I'm dealing with somebody and I had somebody snake me in the beginning. And then when I see them there, I see a different person now, I'm dealing with them, everything cool. It could go a week, a week ago, a week could happen. A week could go by showing all love, boom, boom. Then another week go by, boom, 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 so love. Then a third week go by, and then he might start showing character traits that I realized from the last person that did me wrong. Mm. Or she, he or she. Like a trigger. Too. Yeah, and I'd be like this. Like, nah, don't ignore that. Don't ignore that. Because nah. it's letting you know, hey, remember this type of characteristic yeah, like yeah, trait is something that yeah. and you allowed to happen in the past. So this know, time, don't, you know. And I feel like stuff going to keep happening to you until you. Learn Check whatever lesson like, needs to yeah, be exactly. at time. And yeah. it could be good and bad lessons. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, I learned a lot of lessons about money, you know, yeah. that I was like, okay, I'm receiving, the, you know, the money yeah. I need, yeah. but it was my, my learning how to budget and manage it properly yeah, okay. and, you know, when and where to distribute it when okay. I was putting it out. Yeah, okay. You know, because I'm not rich yet. Yeah, not yet. Well, even yeah. when I get there, though, I think yeah. that's something for me personally. I know that I'm going to be, you know, yeah. managing large lump sums of yeah. money someday. Yeah, okay. more and more. So it's like okay. that's why I'm constantly learning how to be more financially literate, and you yeah. know, just just being that way, you yeah, know. Okay. Shout okay. out to banks, black-owned banks. Okay, black-owned banks. Yeah. yeah okay. You know? I got research. It's black-owned banks. Huh? It's about to be a better union because I'm definitely yeah. trying to put that. I know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Gotta be, and then um, let me know when you get that because I'm definitely I sure will. Sure. I sure so, will. Easy on the fees. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I will. You know, don't, I don't get a lot of fees. You know. Yeah. That's, you know, that, that's that's good. That's a good vibe to give us um, the information about like how they can how they can improve in the industry because yeah. um, even though it's something that you said like it might not be something that could happen overnight or while it's in our generation it's something that's possible so all right i'm gonna take up too much more of your time before we tap into this reverse the host part of the show um and then we'll give you know our last minute wrap-ups from you so i take off my my host hat and i give you the floor you know what i'm saying yeah and i got the hot seat so you question me Uh, one and three i'll go three one and three questions Mm all right so like uh what inspires you like what's your inspiration um, okay, so uh, I like to say my parents when it comes to people, but when it comes to, um, and my siblings too, for real, yeah. and I have younger siblings. Okay, so how many siblings do you have? I have five other than myself, you know. You're the so, oldest? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're the oldest? Oh, okay. okay. Yep. So, uh, pretty much, like, my main influences, I, I influence myself a lot. I've mm-hmm. gotten to this point because I'm very big on, like, my private time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, my outside influences are um, my parents and my siblings, my family, and then my uh, like tangible influences are um, I like to travel. I, I'm able to like that's a major influence for me being okay, in travel. outside, like being in the okay, environment. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. And um, writing. So yeah. Ooh, writing. That's a big. Yeah. Yeah. You got a lot of books. I do. Not, not like books that you've written, but like a lot of notebooks. Mm-hmm. Just I journal a lot. I journal a lot, yeah. but I have books that I wrote, but I need to publish. And then yeah. I have a library in my apartment where I like to read as yeah. well. So, okay. so um, uh, are you more so of an introvert or an extrovert? I'm an introverted extrovert. Okay, yeah. I'm not an extroverted introvert. Yeah. I'm a social loner. So, what do you mean, social loner? 
Like I enjoy, I'm like how you are when it comes to like being a social, like I said, I'm a social butterfly. So yeah. I enjoy being around people. I love being in environments yeah. where I see people thriving and happy. Yeah. I prefer to be in an environment where it's on a, you know, a more optimistic vibration, a, a fun loving, uh, good okay. time. I don't like to be in environments that are like muggy, gr gringy, or just uncomfortable. So I'm technically a, a loner because of the way that I love being with myself and okay, by myself. I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. so I would, if I was to have to choose between yeah. a social or a loner day, yeah. I would choose the loner day. Okay. I'm more of a butterfly when I'm like kind of forced into the environment of needing to be around people. But I'm growing to a point though where yeah. I'm I'm inserting myself willingly into environments that allow me to be social and be more of an extrovert. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so so like you um so like you really the intro, uh, introvert, but if you was to put me like don't get it twisted, if you was mm -hmm. to put me in a room and put a little pressure on me, I can still handle myself and mm -hmm. still hold my own. Like yep. I mean, like don't get it twisted, but because I love but, talking, I love yeah, speaking. Okay, mm -hmm. and but preferably you like to. I love be being alone. alone yeah. Right? <laughs> and then when you are alone, you really journaling and. It ain't like you're just alone just to be alone. You really get mm -hmm. you really It's not a sad thing. Right. Like, I right. really appreciate just being with myself. Right. Like, so, are you okay with being alone? I am. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good trait to have. Yeah, I'm <laughs> See, I'm, that's why I'm good with that. That's why I go back to what I was saying earlier. Okay. Um, I like that question. That yeah. was cool. <laughs> third question. Oh, you um, got one more for me? All right. Yeah. See. So, uh, what's, your, what's your sign? <laughs> Shouts out to all the Zodiac signers. I wonder what it is. I don't know because you give me every tree. It's know. funny because we got before we got on here, we we, we talked about this and yeah. I was supposed to, you know. Yeah, I see you got a couple now. All right, like, so now, yeah, now, yeah, but now yeah. I got you. You got to tell yeah, me what you think yeah. though. What you what you think my sign is? Hey, see, I don't want to be wrong, so I don't know because. Well, hold on. All right, so I'm gonna name four. I'm gonna name four. Um, uh. Like in the order of how you think, or no, just, just whatever. Um, a Cancer, Aquarius, Libra, or Scorpio. I don't, don't tell me all four is wrong. <laughs> Those are cool. The, the what made you think of them? I don't know. I'm like, I'm trying to, because I can't really, because you was interviewing me, so I couldn't really. See too much, yeah. I'm just wondering why you chose those four. That's curious. I'm curious. I don't know, because 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 Leo, because Leo, and. Sagittarius and um, so Aries got like a lot of energy, mm -hmm. and you might have that, but right now I guess you relax because of the interview. So I'm like, I right, box those out. Mm -hmm. So that might not be it. Um, even though when you say you're the oldest, I was thinking like Leo. Mm -hmm. Give me like Leo vibes. <laughs> um, then um, Virgo, you could be a Virgo, but you're not giving me bougie vibe. Most Virgo, you're other Virgo. So um, I don't know. It just either. Scorpio. Only reason why I said the uh, Cancer is because, like, you know, you seem like Cancers. I don't know the Cancers. I don't know. You don't seem like you give a phony vibe. Most Cancers are not phony. In my from my perspective, not really. So most Cancers are not phony. And then Aquarius, because you kind of give me slick vibe a little bit. <laughs> you know, so you give me a slick, goofy vibe. <laughs> Libra, because the intelligence, you know. And then um, Scorpio, because of like, you know, you do got like a little, you know. A mysterious, yeah, about yeah, <laughs> but, like, but like a, a swag to you, like a polite swag. So thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's Scorpio. Yeah. Okay, so no, I'm, I'm on the cusp, actually. So I do claim my
I'm gonna say I ain't gonna be selfish. Well, he did think that I wouldn't know how to. Yeah, look. you know what I'm saying. Just keep me in mind. <laughs> Always. Just keep me in mind. And I appreciate you coming out with you before we wrap up. Do you have like a last word that you want to give the people? Um, like I said, the people that know you that will see this, and the people that will be learning who you are when they oh, see yeah, of this. Of course, yeah. Yep. Last word of yep. encouragement, or just a last word coming from you? Yeah, I'm gonna say a last, yeah, last word sentence. It's like words, last sentence. Same thing like I said in the beginning of the interview. I'm just reminding you again, like to. Uh, Believe in yourself first and um, what one person to do, another person to do. And I say that in this perspective to not make it just about males. Because I usually say, the, the quote usually goes, what well, well, one man to do. Oh, I get it. I get it. Like your girl wanted a threesome and she bought another girl, which most women don't do. And when they got naked in front of you, that's when you was like, nah, I'm gonna be faithful. <laughs> hey, yo, it's crazy out here. Cause you know, Don't you ever do no dumb ass shit like that. You smashed both of them.